It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If you're anything like me, you know the importance of music you feel it it's this soulful experience from my experience from those around me that, I, that I've perceived I, I've, I've seen the impact on music in the lives of addicts and how it can be in, an important outlet in, in times of despair we, we can turn to music and, and we feel that emotional connection and, and that song seems to be speaking to us and we we grab a hold and capture this interpretation and that song becomes our own we, we've all felt that we all have that song or those songs that we connect to and so i want to use the song hotel california by the amazing rock band the eagles to to interpret a little bit of some of their lyrics and how that connects to addiction and overcoming addiction and if you're unaware of the Eagles, there were this great rock band of the 70s with numerous hits. And Hotel California itself is, was voted by the Rolling Stone as one of the top 50 great rock and roll songs of all time. And the Eagles were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Great, great group, great songs. And Hotel California, although um, I believe in the early 2000s, the band said that... Uh, the, the true interpretation or their meaning of Hotel California was was the underbelly of the American dream and, and the overindulgence of, of people in, in results to, to materialistic possessions. And, and But they also acknowledged that, that it could be interpreted in that uh, drug addiction and the use of drugs. And so for our understanding... I want to interpret it from that angle, from, from the addict's angle. And we're going to use two different um, lines from, from that song that, that can help us begin to orient ourselves into the depths of addiction and then out of, of, of the addiction as well. And so the song starts on that dark desert highway, and we've all been there. We've been down that dirt dark path, and where we're seemingly in the desert by ourselves where our thirst can't be quenched and we're continually looking for something where it's it's burning hot in the middle of the day and it's ice cold in the middle of the night and we feel alone and lost. And there's a lyric, the first one that I want to go over in this song where, where they're talking about dancing in the courtyard and it states that some dance to remember and some dance to forget. And those are the two angles of addiction. Think about it. We either use to remember how good it was, right? We remembered that, that good feeling when it, when it was still fun. We're chasing that dragon, if you will. We're chasing that high that we're never going to achieve again. The past is the past. It's no longer fun. We're stuck in the throes of addiction. But we still find ourselves using so that we can remember those good times when it was fun, when it was just a party, when it was a one-night thing, when it was a weekend ordeal instead of day in and day out. So we dance to remember there, there's those 
uh, line of people. They dance to remember, they dance to remember the good times. They use to remember the good times. And then most often we come to the point where we're dancing, we're using to forget. Some people dance to remember, some people dance to forget. And more likely than not, we get to that point where we're using to forget. We want to forget the pain. We want to forget the times that we've messed up, the times that we've screwed up. We want to forget the lost potential. Man, I could have been this. I could have been that. So we drown that in the alcohol. We drown that in the use of drugs. We dance to forget. Whether you agree or not, I believe that's the only two things. Once you're an addict, that's the only two reasons we use. We're chasing that dragon, using to try to remember, man, it can be good. It can be good again. I can maintain it. I've got a handle on this. Or we're past that and we danced. We used to forget. I don't want to remember. I don't want to remember who I was, who I could have been. I don't remember. I don't want to remember the pains or the losses. And so we used to forget. If we can ever connect to that, if we can ever get a handle on that that we're using either to forget or we're using to remember if we can get past that then we can begin to step out of addiction there's nothing to remember and we remember the good times it's easy to do that but God what about the bad times what about piss running down my legs what about the handcuff the bite marks on my wrist what about going to jail for that domestic dispute what about the deception the lies the hallucinations what about the evil dark times those good times yeah but i want to remember the bad ones because that's what moves me out of addiction and then we have to remember that we can't live in the past we're trying to forget it but if we're stuck in that past if we're stuck in that pity we we cripple ourselves in this dark quicksand where we can never get out of it using to forget only only fans the flame, man. I don't want to be stuck in that pit. I don't want to be stuck in that quicksand. So the last line of the song states that you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Right? We get over addiction. We get into recovery and we're like, man, I'm out of here. I'm never coming back. I'm checking out of this hotel of dark desert despair. But we forget the scars, the emotional scars, hell, even the physical scars that many of us have. We can check out of addiction, but we can't ever truly leave because it's become a part of us, man. There's too much past. There's too much history for us just to remove the totality of addiction from our lives. It has now became a part of who we are. And we'll have to deal with that and encounter with that for the rest of our lives. You get sober, you get clean a few days, and you just want to put addiction on the shelf and never have to return to it, but that's just not the case. The person that says, I'm checking out and never coming back, I'm done with it, they're the first to return. They're the first to relapse. They're the first to get slapped in the face with addiction because they haven't confronted it. They haven't recognized how big of a part that addiction has become. And don't let that confuse you with, oh my God, I'm a forever addict, I'm going to forever just be worthless. No. We've overcame this. It's made us stronger. God, I'd much rather be a person that has actually dealt with adversity, that actually has had some trials and tribulations in my life, than be that ignorant, unaware person that has wrapped themselves in a bubble rolling through life. 
Because when life happens, and it will, troubles will come, adversity will come. Those are the type of people that are going to be the first to fold. Because they don't know who they are. They don't know what they're capable of. They don't know their strengths because they've never faced any true opposition. They've wrapped themselves in a bubble. And so as addicts, we should be grateful. We should be thankful. We've dealt with some horrible darkness, man. We've danced the dance of addiction. Struggling to forget. Struggling to remember. Trying to overcome that pain. The loss, the suffering. But we wake up and, and we realize that it's time to leave that dance. But we're intelligent enough to know that we can... We can never remove ourselves fully from the scars, both emotionally and physically, that addiction has encountered us with. In order for us to overcome and to begin to live rewarding lives, lives of purpose, we realize that we're always going to carry that, that darkness within us. But it doesn't have to, to cripple us. It doesn't have to, to keep us stagnant. That darkness actually empowers us to know the importance of life. To know the importance of light and life and the truth that overcoming adversity permits us. We can check out. We check out of the game. It's not for me. It's not for me anymore. I don't want to dance to remember. I don't want to dance to forget. But we can never leave addiction fully because it's it's too much a part of who we are. It represents too much history represents the knowledge that we now have. And to try to forget that is to do ourselves an injustice because it, it removes the strength that we've encountered. It removes who we are now. Whether you like it or not, addiction has made you who you are. And I know it comes with a negative stigma, this stigma that, oh my God, that person's an addict. Look at them. Look who they are, where they've been. And, and that cripples many of us, that, that, that messes with our minds and our conscious and our subconscious and all these aftermath effects of, oh my God, I'm an addict, but we've got to get over that and we've got to use it as something that empowers us. There's no stigma to being an addict. You dealt with some trials and tribulations, we all do, and ours are probably on the surface a little more because it's hard to hide the addiction when you're in the full throes of it, but so what? You're a stronger person, a better capable, able, well-rounded person now because you've dealt with it. You went down the dark desert highway. You've admitted it. You've danced that dance, and now you know. It's time to leave the game. You can check out of it, but it's a part of who you are, and you're going to use that for your strength. You're going to use that for your power. You're going to use that to your advantage. It's never going to be a weakness to, or declivity that declines you down in the downward spiral. It's actually going to lift you up, lift you above those people that are wrapped up in bubble wrap. Oh, precious me, I've never dealt with that. These high-minded people, so what? We've been down and dirty, and I like it, man. It's made us better. It's made us stronger. You've danced the dance of addiction. You've realized it's not for you anymore. You're checking out. But you know, it's still a part of you. But it's a part of you that has made you stronger. Hotel California, man. The Eagles were a great band. Interpret it as you may, but interpret it to your advantage. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.